Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Booking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Steve Barber, and joining me is the man who is never a lame duck, and that is my friend, Waylon Davis. Hey, everybody. And today, since this is the lame duck week of 2021, if you don't know what that means, it's the, the week between Christmas and New Year's because nothing gets done. Nobody knows what day it is. And yeah. so it's the lame duck week. It's, you know, it's the beginning of, or the end of one year or rolling into the beginning of the next year. And it means like nothing is happening. And that also includes the wrestling news because really there was not a lot that happened. No, <laughs> not much. I mean, there was, you know, a few things, but there was no like breaking news, but there were a few things that could have wider effects. Yeah, there is. And we really won't know until Saturday mm -hmm. about some of those um how they affect everything but uh, and there was some i don't want to call it minor news but it was it was actually um some news a wrestler who passed away i don't know if you saw that uh yeah i did he wrestled for gcw yes and and I, honestly, I cannot remember, and I feel bad about that. I know um, his first name was Matt, I believe, but I can't. Marcus. 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 Crane. That's it. Marcus. Yeah. Wow. He, 33. I, yeah. I, uh, I'm not, you know, I've never seen his work, uh, but I've seen the outpouring of, uh, of love people had for him on Twitter. Yes. And uh, I know he had a uh, serious brain injury that they did not think that he was going to recover from. And he's he worked hard to come back from that. And I haven't seen what he um, passed away from. But, yeah, he was 33 years old. Um, all it says right now, they still allude back to the 2019 traumatic brain injury. Yeah. So it may have still been residual effects from that, unfortunately. Um, and, yeah, that, that's all I'm seeing. I mean, and they may not actually have an official cause yet. Um. Oh, wow. In December 2019, they discovered that Crane had an infection eroding his skull and leaking into his brain. Mm. Oh, man. So, yeah, so the injury actually doesn't sound like it was actually it was wrestling related. It was just an infection, which unfortunately, I mean, that's one of the things can happen to any of us. Yeah. Oh, but. Uh, so yeah, definitely our thoughts and prayers out to uh, to his friends and family because I, I saw the first person I saw post about it was uh, Lord Crew, mm -hmm. and Lord Crew. I mean, that's right because he Lord Crew he's he's got he's into like the, he actually is into like bare knuckle fighting and uh, and and he could be really good at death matches. You can just see that he's just just a very very good wrestler, and I could see right. him. Uh, and he is all over the place, always putting himself out there. He takes like any booking you can imagine, and so. He knows quite a few people and he's got a lot of respect. So when he put that on there, I'm like, okay, this has to be a guy who's known. Right. And it turns out right. he's right. So, uh, yeah, definitely a, a big love, very young too, 33. Yeah. So, um, but some of the other news and this actually broke last night while I was listening slash watching the live stream of J and J talk show, which I'll go, I'll talk more about them in a little bit. Uh, they came out and said, breaking news, Seth Rollins has been diagnosed with COVID. Yeah, so I wonder, my thing is, that is, because I saw earlier, not to get into 
I mean, it's not really political, but this uh, CDC has lowered the quarantine time. Like if you're fully vaccinated, right. lower the quarantine time to five days instead of 10. And then, uh, but then you're supposed to wear a mask for five additional days, I believe is if I read that right. But I'm wondering um, how that's going to affect day one, the day one pay-per-view because Seth's in a main event match, Becky's in a main event match. Mm -hmm. And if he's having to quarantine, you know, she is too. Yep. And there's also the thing, if you, you quarantine, but if you produce two consecutive negative tests, yeah, there's something else. And I don't understand that fully. Cause I haven't read it that fully. Um, you know, but I, I'm, that's what I understand is there's that factor in there as well. If he comes, so if he pops up with two negative tests, yeah, um, then, then, and apparently the Omicron, uh, you know, I'll just call it the, the transformer variant. Cause that's what it sounds like as a transformer. <laughs> yeah. That one's supposed to be, <clears throat> yeah, it's more contagious. However, it's, uh, the weeks are not as strong. It's like having, just having a regular cold. Oh, okay. Uh, which is still not pleasant. I mean, nobody, no, says it. you know, no. Hey, give me a cold. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and like you're saying, I mean, it affects his match. It could affect Becky's match. Uh, I guess on raw tonight, they're going to be announcing, you know, I guess they're, which, well, their backup plan, which you never have a backup plan for something like that. Yeah. But knowing, knowing WWE style, they may never, they may not even acknowledge it and may just go ahead with promoting it. Like, everything's good to go. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time they promoted a match knowing that a participant wasn't going to be in it. Yep. Oh, oh well, but before we really get into it, I want to do something that I, I didn't even do last week because last week, you know, I didn't have COVID, but I did have a cold and right. I, so I got the residual effects of that, but I want to go ahead and give our contact and listen info. If you would like to email us, it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchairbookingpodcast. You can find us on Instagram at armchairbooking. You can find us on Twitter at bookingarmchair. You can find us on TikTok at armchairbooking. You can find us on YouTube. Just do a search or go to the link that's in the show description. And also in the show description, you'll find a link to our merchandise store. And there you can get t-shirts and all sorts of different sizes both men's and women's you can get hoodies you can get coffee mugs you can get notebooks you can get uh, phone cases you can get the mask so you don't give covid or catch covid right and uh what else you see laptop cases you can get luggage um uh, just all sorts of things with the armchair booking logo on there in all sorts of different colors and there are actually two different styles one which I'm, i might just say it's a it, <clears throat> It's there for now, but one of them has like a big black box around the logo. You can get that on any size shirt. Some people actually don't mind that. And that one actually looks better on the coffee mugs, but we also have a transparent logo where you can put on any size shirt without the, the large black box. And all those <coughs> uh, right me. now, I believe they were doing 30% off. Uh, and it kept saying, and that's actually uh, T public. That, that's what they were doing. So I'm like, Hey, cool. Sounds good to me. So mm -hmm. if you're looking for that gift, if you're looking to own, own a piece of, well, us, 
I guess is yeah. the best way yeah. to put it. <laughs> if, you, if you want to go rep- representing our podcast, hopefully your favorite podcast, and they go buy, buy some of our merchandise. And on you can listen to us on just about any audio platform you could imagine to include Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, let's see, Podbay, um, iHeartRadio, even though I will put a caveat, iHeartRadio is still messed up. Don't know why, but it's still messed up. Google Podcasts, and, and if you find one that we're not on, let us know, and I will do what I can to get us added. And as always, last certainly last but not least, we are being hosted by Block Talk Radio. So you can always go straight to them and listen to the show. Did I forget yes, anything, Waylon? Nope, you got it all. Cool. It seems like we're adding more and more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. No, you not know, at all. It, it's more to memorize <laughs> if I don't have it right in front of me. <laughs> and everybody's got to understand I'm getting old. So uh, the more some new information goes in, some old information comes out. That's, that's yeah. I'm at that point now. Uh, but I did mention the JJ talk show, uh, here in the past week, I was actually sent a friend request by JJ talk show. And this actually the gentleman who runs it and he actually does not have his real name. So I'm not actually going to say his real name just in case, you know, kind of protect his privacy, but he also has one of his co-hosts, Trey, who they both, both were messaging me about our podcast. And they turns out they are actually supporters of our podcast, which we definitely appreciate. Yep. And they have their own, obviously. And they are on YouTube. You can always go find them. I'd say go give them, uh, go give them a like and subscribe to them so you can actually catch their shows. But they run live streaming video. And their video also gets uploaded to um, Spotify in form of audio. And we're actually in talks about uh, Dwaylon and I appearing on their show when they were going to have at least one of them on our show because there's Jay and then there's Trey and then there's another guy named Jake. There's the J and J and it sounds like they're going to be changing the name to JJ and Trey, but we'll have to, to see. Um, so, you know, uh, stay tuned for that because that, I, I think that's kind of a cool collaboration because they are, they are actually out of around Florence, Kentucky. So, okay. so they actually started, <clears throat> they actually started attending some of the NWF shows uh, fairly recently. And they've already started lining up interviews, uh, one of which is King Titan. They're supposed to have him live stream in this coming Sunday. Oh, okay. You know, so just want to give them a shout out. Congratulations, guys. You actually got somebody that Dwayne and I haven't, haven't even had on our show yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which means we need to kind of step it up and get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not for lack of having anybody because we have had a lot of people, especially from the NWF on the show, and we are still extremely grateful for that. They have been very very nice and accommodating to us uh and sending folks for us to interview and it it definitely helps us out and hopefully we can help help them out help them promoting their product and uh the nwf speaking of which their next weekend show is actually going to be on on saturday excuse me january 8th in mount orb which works out really good for me you're right (laughs) (laughs) and that one the main event's actually going to be our friend noah gabriel going for the tri-state title, which is going to be defended by another friend of ours, Sinclair Octavius Bentley. Yeah. And this is going to be Noah, his way of getting, um, <coughs> well, he's going to be avenging his friend, another friend of ours, Tiny Tim, because Tiny Tim was hurt by Sinclair Octavius Bentley. And, oh my God, dude, I just totally blanked. Um, 
don't tell me I'm at the and this yeah, this is me being really goofy. <laughs> it's money changes everything. That's uh let me go look for them. Where is it at? Where is it at? I'm looking on the Twitter, going to find it. Oh, Alex Hayden. Duh. I don't know why I could not remember Alex Hayden's name. I, but, I couldn't think of it. I, it's like I had it, and then you asked me, and then it was gone. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and it's always right there, and I'm like picturing my mind because he's a big dude. And mm-hmm. he gave Tiny Tim at least four splashes. We're talking like Kamala style. You know, oh. yeah, a couple off the mat, then a couple off the middle rope, and then he went to the top rope and came down. Yeah, so Tiny Tim is out. Uh, I just say indefinitely. Uh, he will be back at some point, but we just don't know when. He's having right. to have surgery, and I know his surgery is actually here. I want to say next week because I've seen him. You know, he actually, I've seen him at church, and uh, he because he and his family they actually attend my church, and I've seen him just just talking to him, see how he's doing, and. Uh, he appears to be in better spirits than what he should be for having a guy who weighs close to 400 pounds jumping on him. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Noah was actually part of that match, and they uh, they had taken Noah out, and he he just had to sit there helplessly, couldn't do anything while uh, Tiny Tim was being squashed and made even tinier. And, <laughs> you know, so he's coming also to avenge his friend. Right. You know, so... Uh, I am definitely planning on being there. I was not able to make their last show, which was down in Covington because I was sick. And so my streak of, of getting their shows ended, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> apparently I missed some pretty good action. You know, just judging by all the video and everything that I've seen. Right. Yeah, they have the, the very first intergender tag team, cha- like official intergender yep. with Nikki Victory and Star Rider. They beat Andrew Reed and Joshua. And... Titan actually was against Juice with the stipulation that if Juice lost, he would have to leave the NWF for 90 days. And unfortunately, he lost. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> um, don't know what Juice, Juice is going to do, you know, for those 90 days. You know, he may come back kind of ticked off. I would. Oh, uh, yeah, I would too. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully he'll think about say, all right, because I know he 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 and Titan. They kind of had a beef there for a little bit, and that's what it ended up being was Titan beating him and taking him out of the, out of the Northern Wrestling Federation for 90 days. So uh, we'll have to hit up Juice and, yeah. and find out what's going on, you know, because Juice is a friend of our show. In fact, Juice, yeah. but, well, Juice is the man who told J&J about us, and that's when they started listening to us. Yeah, that's awesome. Found that out. So Juice has actually been giving us props. Thank you, Juice. Um, you know, but in other wrestling, oh, and also the NWF, I forget, they are starting a series on Friday nights down at Bone Crushers. That's the one that's always the hardest for me to get to, especially on Friday nights, uh, because that's right after work. And, you know, we may have other family things going on. So right. that one, I can't guarantee I can go to those. I will certainly try. But if you are in the Cincinnati area, go to those. Uh, but the Saturday night shows, I can usually get to those as long as I'm not, you know, sick. Or right. out of town or something <laughs> <coughs> like right now and so uh let me see the items that i texted to you earlier dwaylon i was talking about the lame duck week wrestling news 
First thing I said, and we kind of covered it, we can, we can go into further details if you'd like. The WWE has COVID. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, several several wrestlers that missed um, their weekend house show loop. Um, I know the biggest name to miss was Roman. Yep. Um, I haven't heard that he has COVID, but with, you know, he, he has, you know, he's had a history of leukemia. Yes. So Roman's probably taken precautions and staying at home as to, you know, to protect himself and his family. And I, I don't blame him a bit. Um, like edge was, they had a show at Madison square garden. Um, and, uh, Kevin Owens opponent couldn't be there due to COVID. So they had, they rushed edge in and edge ended up re- being uh, the replacement opponent for Kevin Owens in the, the cage, cage match. In the cage, okay, match. that yeah. explains what that picture was. I'm like, yeah, okay, they were in a cage. And then it's like, oh, okay, so that's why Kevin Owens say. Next thing you know, I found myself in a cage match with Edge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you know, the only names I've heard of that I, who actually been confirmed to have it is Seth Rollins. Um, and you know, like we're saying, if he's quarantined, you know, Becky's quarantining. Yep. Because not that they've had close contact and all, you know, having a baby and all and being married. Yeah, be, I mean, being married and everything. I mean, <laughs> I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, but definitely wish all of them a speedy recovery because I've had COVID and then I had it, I guess, mildly compared to other people because we just had um, my wife and I, we just had a friend pass away about a month ago from COVID. Uh, yeah, I had a, a, a friend of mine uh, from college. We've we've stayed friends over the years and her husband just passed away uh, right before Christmas due to yep. COVID. Yep. So, I mean, it is very real and it, it can obviously, you know, um, have the worst case uh, scenario yeah. happen with you. Um, but one of the other things about that Madison square garden show, and this is actually a little bit further down the notes, but I might as well talk about it now. Do you remember the man who attacked Seth Rollins uh, not that long ago at one of the Raw shows. Yep, and that genius showed up at the Madison Square Garden show, like like nothing happened. Yeah. Like like everything was fine. <laughs> and he was posting to his Instagram, apparently. Yeah. Hey guys, look at me. I'm at and it's like, so this man can make it into the the man who literally attacked Seth Rollins because he yeah. thought Seth Rollins uh, stole money. <laughs> from it's not funny, but it is. no, it, no, it is funny because it's like you get scammed <laughs> by somebody that you thought was Seth Rollins, and then so your your brilliant plan is to pay money to travel to the arena that Seth is going to be in, buy a ticket, and then proceed to attack a professional athlete who thankful to his credit <laughs> just put you in a headlock and waited for the you know security to get there because he could have just he could have just tore you apart and there wasn't anything you could have done about it right <laughs> and and then to say well he stole money from me on the internet and it's like it's like why are you giving people on the internet your money yeah i mean why, what sense does that make well well it, the guy uh, you know he sent him a all he did he, he, he typed him a question are you really Seth Rollins? And the, the guy just came back. Yes. <clears throat> Actually, oh, that, yeah. I, well, I mean, that, 
That just clears it all up. Then. It does. I, I, I mean, okay. All right. In fact, he may have said, are you Seth Rollins? The guy came back. Da. <laughs> <laughs> and, or, you know, or Ja, you know, whatever. C. Oh, it's got to be him. Yeah. Um, like, oh, oh he, okay. He, he answered my question correctly. It's got to be him. And so I'm just going to start sending him money. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go. Have some money. Oh, what you wanted in, in, in Amazon gift cards. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that that doesn't sound shady at all. I yeah, because are you trying to buy your new baby something? Oh, okay, I get that. And it's like, dude, he just made more money in the time it took you to type in yeah. that email than what you'll make all year. Yeah, it's like you. So a potential millionaire is going to get on Twitter and ask you to send him Amazon gift cards to buy his newborn stuff. And there, <laughs> and this guy didn't see any. Re- there were no red flags that popped up at all. Yeah, and not only that, but think about Seth Rollins, who he was. I don't even, they may not have been married yet, but they were obviously together. Yeah. You know, she's also probably making about the same amount of money Seth is. Yeah. And, but yeah, please, guys, I need money. And okay, that sounds legit to me. But he was there at Madison Square Garden. Of course, they found out, I guess, kind of after the fact. And but then when you look at the pictures of Matt at the, of the crowd at Madison Square Garden, this is actually something else. I saw this on WrestleMania. They showed some of the pictures, and there was like a hundred people in the stands. So well, they said that WWE was. I read a report earlier today on Twitter that said that uh, they were having a lot of trouble selling those tickets to Madison Square Garden, which I mean is to be expected. I don't understand why they run shows you know, right after Christmas because it's like yeah. everybody's broke because you just spent your money <laughs> yeah. on Christmas. Yeah. I mean, you just spent your money on your family for Christmas. You yep. don't have extra money to go, you know, go watch a show. At least I know I don't. I don't nope. have extra money after Christmas to go pay for my family to go see a WWE show. Plus, it's like with the, you know, with it just being Christmas, you know, COVID, sadly, is, you know, cases are ramping back up. People aren't going to be out like that. Especially in New York City, where they have yeah. some of the strictest COVID yes. laws anyway. Absolutely. And, so, and, and, but, you know, we're talking about the money thing. My son, when I got home, he said, I want McDonald's. He said, I'll pay for it. Can you take me? And I said, no, I've been gone all day. But my wife went ahead and took him. He said, I'll pay for it. <laughs> And I'm like, wait a minute. I said, where does he have money? She's like, oh, he has that cash. I'm like, oh, that's right. My mom sent all of it. She actually sent all of his cash, you know, for Christmas. But he right. actually had it for a while. My father-in-law also gave him cash the other day. And he's and he had some other cash from whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, my 11-year-old has more money than we do. Oh, yeah. My yeah. kids all, but yeah. like, all, all three of my kids always have more money than I do. And I, it's like. It's like I work a full-time job and how do you have more money than I do? Yeah. Because they don't have to pay any bills. <laughs> they don't have to pay bills. That's what it comes down to. They ain't paying the bills. Yep. Uh, and and also my I took my son into a store the other day. I think we I, I think we were just like in Kroger. And, and of course now Kroger, they're it's not a super Kroger, but it's like the the next level down from a yeah. super Kroger. Yeah. And of course they have the toy aisle and he's walking down and he's like, Ooh, that looks nice. I'm like, well, you got the money. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and yeah. My son does that. He's like, Ooh, 
man, that, that $60 game, I really want that. I'm like, well, you've got the money, go ahead and buy it. Uh, I don't know if I want it that bad. It's like, oh, it's yeah. okay. It's okay to spend daddy's money, but when it's your money, it's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ooh, I think I'll go get the, you know, the, 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 the old Pac-Man on the Atari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but, yeah, so having to pay that money to go to Madison Square Garden, and, you know, and New York City is also one of the most expensive areas in the country. Right. You've got to pay for parking. Mm-hmm. And then you can't really go to the show without going to concession. So you're paying for parking. You're paying for concession. You're paying for your ticket. And it's like, you know, this week in between Christmas and New Year's is, you know, not the week that a lot of people have that, you know, disposable income to be going right. to a wrestling show. And Especially not at Madison Square Garden. Nah. I mean, and they could have bought the tickets in advance, maybe. But yeah. like you said, they still got to pay for the concessions. Yep. And and I could tell you, even at an NWF show, which I don't think they control the prices of this. This is the local concessions who's ever doing it. Right. I'll spend more concessions than what I did for the tickets. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, you know, so not the best idea to have the show there. I mean, I know they're trying to nice, look nice for the fans, and they're just looking at, well, Madison Square Garden, it's going to sell out. And obviously it didn't because they showed a lot of empty seats. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so how they didn't spot the attacker, because you got to think his, his face is going to be plastered everywhere. You would think so. Yeah. You think it would be plastered at every entrance and exit and in the back and everything in the bathroom stalls. Yeah. Men and women. Exactly. It's like plaster that dude's face everywhere. It's like, Make sure he's not getting in there attacking somebody else. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, do not let this clown in. Right. And, but no, they got him in. And then yeah, he just posted, and he was probably bragging, look at me. And they're like, yeah, he was actually here. You know, mm-hmm. they've kind of confirmed. And it's like, security, you only had, you had one job. Yeah. One, just one. One job. one job. You know, you're the linebacker keeping that running back from coming out. And you just totally missed your assignment. Yep. you know so oh but anyway um i missed all the wrestling that happened on tv last week but with good reason um right. you know friday night smackdown well that was christmas eve and so i also missed i missed the smackdown and i missed um actually i take it back i did see aew wednesday night but aew friday night i did not see and, yeah, I haven't had a chance to catch um, AEW on Wednesday night or Friday night. I have seen some clips on YouTube. Um, Taz's son, Hook, is mm-hmm. still um, continuing to impress. And so I'm actually really liking him. You can tell you can tell that's Taz's kid. I mean, just the, the, the way his presence, the way he carries himself to be, to be that young, he carries himself like he's been doing this for 10 years. Yeah. And you can tell Taz, even though he's trying to still maintain the, the neutrality ish. Yeah. Commentator, but you can tell as soon as something comes out there, his, his expression kind of changes. You can hear yeah. his voice. You yeah. Know, you can, you can hear proud. that pride. And I, I oh, yeah. re- completely respect that. I would be the same way. Oh, absolutely. And Cody Rhodes apparently won the TNT title for the third time. 
Yeah, um, I have no issue with Cody Rhodes. I've always liked Cody. I just don't think it was time to take it off Sammy yet. I agree. I think there was some other potential matches that Sammy Cavaro could have had. I mean, he could have had, you know, if Sammy had held on to it a few more months, give Hook a few more wins under his belt, they could have had a good feud with with Hook and Sammy over the title. There was just some matchups, you know, especially with the TNT title involved that Sammy could have had some good showing. I'm not really we put on Cody. Cody didn't at this point. Cody didn't really need the belt. No. And so I'm not uh, sure why. I, I don't know. Sure. Unless unless the plan is to continue the feud with him and Malachi, and Malachi be the one to take the title from him. Okay. Yeah, I could definitely. Um, yeah, that could be kind of feasible because. Um, Either him or Andrade. Yeah. Um, of course, they're both associated with Zelina Vega, even though <laughs> she's not there. Yeah. She should yeah. be. Yeah. But I guess some people, I mean, are actually throwing a huge fit about Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes, he's become like the Roman Reigns or John Cena, where everybody, you know, are jumping on the bandwagon to hate him. Yeah. And it's like, it's not like Cody wins every match. It's not like, you know, it's not like he's winning. Even this, even taking the TNT title from Sammy Guevara is not going to hurt Sammy Guevara in the long run. Mm-hmm. Sammy's, Sammy's more than likely going to get that title back or eventually be AEW World's Champion. I mean, the, the dude's that talented and they have enough faith in him that this is not going to hurt him at all. I'm just, I still, I'm not understanding the, the Cody Rhodes backlash yeah Um, it seems like people are mad because he has like outside interest and it's like so does every other top star in wrestling it's like rest they can't wrestle forever they've got to you know they've got to plant other places so they'll have something else once wrestling's over and they're trying to say that he's becoming like cena and the rock where outside interests are taking priority but no cody rhodes he's one of the top execs for AEW. he's not going to let something else uh come before that because i mean he does have his priorities straight he is taking a back seat to his outside uh, i think he's not oh no. people complain when he's there because, hey, you're breaking up, dude. He's doing, you know, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, you're still kind of breaking up. Even the video is breaking up some. But, um, okay. Let's see. Well, I think it should be fine. Now go ahead and speak. What about now? Back? I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because I actually I took the wireless off my phone. So anyway. Okay. Yeah, let me take mine off too, because uh 
Plus, Caden got a gaming PC for Christmas, so he may be online. Oh, so. he, I don't know if you caught it, but he walked in behind you uh, about 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> he probably, he he probably in, wanted whoop. to ask me something. Yeah, he yeah, was like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but with Cody, it's like, it's like a catch 22. People complain if he's not there because he is doing the outside stuff. But then if he is there wrestling, they they try to boo him out of the building. So it's like, what do you want the what do you want this man to do? Do you want him there? I feel like it's exactly what you said. It's like people are just it's the new cool thing to do is to boo Cody. And I wish that was never a cool thing to do is to be negative on somebody. Yeah. Because that's bullying. Right. Yeah. And it's like like with Cena. Was I a fan of the Super Cena era where he went through and beat everybody? No. But he was doing what his boss told him to do. So you can't you can't boo him. If you're going to boo anybody, boo his boss. Right. You can't really boo Cena for doing what is the same thing with Roman. You can't boo these people for doing what their boss tells them to do. Right. And at, at... That whole situation, I think a lot of people ought to realize also, especially the ones who are becoming on jumping on the brand versus brand. We're, and we're not talking Raw versus SmackDown either. We're talking like AEW versus yeah. WWE. If it wasn't for Cody Rhodes really stepping up and helping build it, there would not be an AEW. No, there would not. You know, between, of course, the cons uh, and then Cody and then the Young Bucks. Yeah. I, I mean, and they they started out with the number two company, right? And, and I don't I don't think the Bucks I don't think the Bucks and Kenny Omega could have got that done without Kenny Omega. Cody. I knew was, yeah, without, without without Cody. So it's like I don't understand. You know, this guy helped create this country, this company that you love, but then you boo him, and for what reason? I mean, he really hasn't given you a reason. Not a legitimate reason. No, <laughs> I mean no. You know, I'm not a fan of the tattoo on his neck, but um, that's yeah. I, I, that one, I'm like, I'm not either. I mean, uh, and you know, I have a lot of tattoos, but I just don't like tattoos on the neck. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I've never been a fan of tattoos on the neck, and that's nothing yeah. against anybody who has them. I just, I, I yeah. especially the way that it feels like on the back of the neck. All right, <clears throat> this is like right here. Yeah, but look, yeah, but that right there on the side, and it's like that's it was a choice. I mean, <laughs> it looks like somebody punched him. I mean, did he? I don't know. Did he have a skin condition that Michael Jackson has, and maybe he's trying to cover it up? Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, um, I just didn't understand that. I mean, he could have put that anywhere except there. I mean, it's it's his body, his tattoo. You do what you want. Do what you I'm want. Just, I'm just not a. I'm just not a fan of neck tattoos. Yeah, Personally. and you know, but and maybe they don't like it because he has a hot wife. Could be. I, I mean, uh, you know, um, and. Her with that shirt is the, the chocolate milf. Yeah. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's awesome. Yeah, that, that I saw is, that, that. I was like, bravo. <laughs> yeah, she just won the award for all t-shirts for the yep. year. <laughs> yep. So, um, but, <laughs> oh, wow. What else has been going on in wrestling that, you know, we've been covering, um, we've been kind of talking about Brock Lesnar and this actually is the thought that kind of occurred to me. I better get it out before it disappears. When we get to talking about Brock Lesnar and we get to talking about Goldberg 
and all them doing like these, not necessarily one-off appearances, but they're doing, they're, they're popping the ratings, they're popping the crowd, you know, just for one-time thing. And then they're gone, you know, they're part-timers. Yeah. And we, of course, I mean, we do have some criticism about that. It's not necessarily the person, it's how they're being, how they're being used. And somebody can actually say, well, what about the undertaker? Okay, the Undertaker was coming in. When was the last time the Undertaker came in for a title shot? Uh, the Undertaker wasn't in the title picture. Like, oh wow, it's been yeah. The last time that the Undertaker was in the title picture was um, the year Shawn Michaels retired. Yeah. Because the, his fi- his final world title reign ended inside the chamber because Sean Sean came up through the floor, super kicked him, Jericho beat him for the title, and that led into the career versus streak match where Sean retired, right. and that was the last time that the Undertaker has been in a world title match. Was it so, was the chamber in Jesus? When was that? Like two thousand eleven. Ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And see, and that's what the difference is between the Undertaker doing a part-time thing. Now, not granted, the Undertaker. I mean, he said now he's retired for good. He does not want yeah. to come back. He's yeah. done. And why they have not announced him for the Hall of Fame yet is beyond me. <clears throat> but it's I, kind of a given. It, it, WrestleMania is in Dallas. Yeah, the Undertaker is going to the Hall of Fame. We know that's yeah. pretty much going to happen. But. Anytime Triple H would do like his three mm-hmm. or four times a year appearances, all of a sudden he's putting himself going in that, that Royal Rumble in 2015, 2016, 2016, 2016 yeah. winning he, the title and yep. then dropping it to Roman again. Yeah. No point in that. Um, Brock Lesnar, every time he comes back, boom, he's automatically in the title picture. Goldberg. Yeah. He comes back, boom, automatically in the title picture. Yep. And to be honest with you, I'll even throw Becky Lynch in there. She came back from her maternity leave after being gone for over a year. Mm-hmm. Very first yep. match, 20-minute squash over um, Bianca. Oh, yeah, over the biggest star that the company had in the last, in the you know, last eight months. And they're just like, okay, well, Becky's yeah. back, so forget all that work that you put in. Yeah, and and I mean, it was like you saw the sales just mm-hmm. win gone. Yeah, and that's the issue I have with the way they do the things. Yeah, and and like I say, I mean, and it's nothing against Goldberg. I mean, I grant, I granted from what I listened to Bischoff's podcast today talking about Goldberg. Apparently, Goldberg, you know, he um, he does ask for a little more money than what he should get at times. Yeah, but he's they're taking the money and then they're firing and releasing other people, their future endeavoring people because of supposed budget cuts. Yeah. And I've seen people on Twitter talking about, uh, well, other companies cut people all the time and all that. But it's like, if you look at the landscape of pro wrestling, WWE was the only company that were actively cutting wrestlers mm-hmm. during a global pandemic. I mean, you look mm-hmm. at ring of honor who put themselves in a hole because they did the right thing and took care of their wrestlers during the pandemic. And 
I mean, it ended up it ended up costing them, but yeah, the entire company. So that there, they they should have struck a balance. Yeah, someone maybe I, maybe tell them we got to hey, we got to cut your salary some, or else we're all going to be done. Right. You know, but I but, respect. Yeah, but I respect what they did. Yeah. And WWE has had you know they've released eighty some people this year, and it's like, and then you've got Vince McMahon on TV cutting a promo talking about talking with uh, Austin theory about how he likes to fire people. Right. And it's like, that's not funny. There's nothing funny about that. And it's like, I know it was supposed to be played for laughs, but there's no, I don't find anything humorous or entertaining about that. Him, you know, the same thing as when he was doing that whole bit with the egg with survivor series talking about, it was a you know, million dollar egg he purchased a hundred million dollar egg and this is after you just released 20 more people you know right before the holidays yeah and even if that was a work it was horrible timing for the joke yes. itself. yeah you know because i'm pretty sure that egg all it was was some kind of toy thing they spray painted gold and it, oh i'm sure you know it probably cost yeah. like you know 65 40 or something like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and that, you know that's with tax yeah and um but it's just I, <laughs> I agree though it's like at least i will give them credit at least this time they did not put goldberg in the title picture because when he started when he got that match with bobby lashley at SummerSlam, bobby wasn't the champion then right so um and it ended up being a actually a decent feud you know that Goldberg had probably the best work he's done since you know in the multiple times he's come back so but generally yeah Goldberg would have been stuck put right back into the title picture as soon as he walked back through the door and that's why people are always saying that WWE doesn't know how to make stars anymore because like right now Roman's the universal champion and they've gone back to the Roman versus Brock feud that we've seen a hundred times. Yeah. Again. Yeah. We've got Big E who's the WWE champion who's feuding with Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley and uh, Kevin Owens. All guys who have been there before when this is a perfect opportunity to get somebody else who hasn't been in that spot build a program with them but i feel like vince is not concerned with building with creating new stars anymore he just wants to rely on the nostalgia pop and that's not how you it's just not how you do it i mean you look at AEW; they they took the hangman page story a two-year story and it paid off you built a new star you built a credible babyface champion. Daniel Bryan tweaks his character to be more heelish, and you've got a perfect babyface heel story. And with a one-hour time limit draw. Yeah, and it and it was perfect because mm -hmm. nobody needed to lose that match. Daniel Bryan didn't need Bryan Danielson did not need to lose yet. Hangman Page definitely did not need to lose. People were complaining about the time limit draw. We grew up seeing time limit draws. Mm -hmm. 
Mid-South, NWA, you know, the old territory days were full of time limit draws. Ring of Honor has had world title time limit draws. There were the second match in the Samoa Joe CM Punk trilogy went 60 minutes, went, went 60 minutes time limit draw. Problem, the problem today is people aren't used to, like we grew up hearing when it was announced, you know, this match is for the world heavyweight title with, with a, a one hour one hour time limit. Yep. And people aren't used to that. And AWA has AWA AEW has enough of that old school mentality to where they will put that in there and it automatically gives them an out. Because now January 7th the rematch happens. Because Brian Danielson gets to say, "Well, you didn't beat me." Because time ran out and hangman gets to say i had you beat but the time but the time ran out yep so it was to me it was perfect and the match was amazing if yeah. you've not seen that match do yourself a favor and take an hour out of your day and sit down and watch that match because it is one of the it is definitely one of a contender for match of the year Oh, absolutely. And and I I have a feeling that the time limits coming back for AEW is probably a big Jim Ross influence. Oh, you know, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Probably probably Jim Ross, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two guys who were known for the TV title. Because yep. Yep. that one, you know, you had 10 minutes to beat the champion. Yep. And you know, a lot it, of those matches went to time limit draws because the the point was the champion didn't have to beat the challenger. The challenger had to beat the champion. Yes. So a lot of times it would go, it'd be a 10-minute draw, and the champion would retain because they didn't lose before the time limit. And it would it added more drama to the mm-hmm. match. Yep. More of a reason people to stand on their feet watching. I was like, oh, because now not only do they have to beat their, they have to do it before that that time limit ran out. And the guys actually on the JJ talk show, because like I said, I listened to a couple of their episodes uh, when they reached out to me, they were talking about the time of the draws and the guys and how you doing guys. I just want to say hello. Um, they were actually talking about the time limit. And this is where the age difference, I guess, between you and I, and then them comes in mm-hmm. um, because they're talking about the, the WWE doesn't do the time limits. Right. Well, <clears throat> if they had done some time limits in the past, because I got, I got to thinking, when was the last time with the exception of like Iron Man matches yeah. or, or the, okay, if I beat, if I won this match in like five minutes, you know, or, or yeah, the, the beat the clock challenge, the beat the clock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember the name of it. Thank you. Um, now you have to beat in the same amount of time, right? You know, that type of thing. And I got thinking, okay, well, when was the last time they had anything like that? Then I was like, well, it's got to have been a while because WrestleMania 10 had the ladder match, which ran over. Mm-hmm. If they'd have had a time limit in there, you know, granted that match um, may not have been as good, you know, if they would have, but, but then again, they should have had a realistic time limit on it anyway. Yeah. Just tell them, them in the back, all right, you got 10 minutes to go and tear it up with the ladder climbing. Well, they didn't realize what kind of match they could have with the ladder. Right. And I think, well, why did they get rid of the time limits? Yeah. 
And um, you look at any other sporting event, uh, even baseball, what's going to say with the exception of baseball? Uh, well, okay, maybe golf. Golf, does, I don't think, has a time limit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but any other sporting event, they have time limits involved in there. Yep. You look at football, there's been draws in football. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd rather not see a draw in football. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm not a fan of draws in football, but it it's happened. But mm-hmm. football's not telling a story. They're just they're playing the game within the time constraints. Wrestling's telling a story, and a time limit draw can tell a beautiful story without having. And people are like, "Well, there's no definitive ending." Yes, there was. The time limit draw is a definitive in- ending, but it gives you an opportunity to have these guys. It gives you an actual reason to have these guys wrestle again, not just the general. The, the quote-unquote rematch clause in the contract or whatever they want to use. It's like this gives legitimate reasons on both sides to have another match. And, you know, I don't think – well, I'll say probably, somebody probably did leave mad, but they shouldn't have. Yeah. Nobody oh, should there have was, left. <laughs> yeah, nobody should have left mad. I completely agree. But there was, I, there was so much backlash on Twitter – uh, when the match first happened, people complaining about the time limit draw. And there were other people like us that were like, the match was great. It's mm-hmm. like, and isn't at the end of the day, are you paying, are you sitting at home or it paying to be in the arena? Are you there to watch the match or are you just paying to see an ending? Personally, I'm there to see, I'm, I'm watching a match and that was a beautiful professional wrestling match. Yes, it was. I mean, it occurred from two of the best that are in there today. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if there is not any more proof that Brian Danielson is the best wrestler in the world, go watch that match. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Cause I mean, he can, he can pull out just about any kind of move you can think of. Yeah. Um, I mean, and they, the two of them, they put on a clinic. I mean, and I know that phrase gets overused quite a bit, especially by me. But I say it when it's true. And they I mean, did. They definitely put on a wrestling clinic. And huge props to Adam Page, who went toe-to-toe with Brian Danielson and kept pace with him for an hour. And that is, that is an extraordinary thing to do with because Brian Danielson has always had amazing cardio. Mm-hmm. He is an incredible technical wrestler. And for Adam Page to, to match him step for step was awesome to watch. Now, did you happen to catch <clears throat> another match? Um, it was Sting, CM Punk, and Darby Allen. I did. I loved the face paint. Like Yes. Uh, Punk's was <laughs> Sting's, Sting's old look, mm-hmm. like when he was the surfer guy. And then I like Sting's had the Chicago colors and everything on it. Yeah, I like that. And it was uh, the Young Bucks, and who was the third one? No, MJF. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because every time, um, every time Punk got in the ring, MJF, he was gone. Yep, he tagged <laughs> out, and he's like, "Up, oh, gotta go." Oh, he is such a good heel. He, yeah. oh man, because and and that's actually something else. MJF plays that part to perfection because. He's going to make you go, all right, next. You know, when him and CM Punk are actually against each other. Yeah. 
you know, if he'll sign because he's he's so chicken, he's too scared to sign against the Impact. Yeah. But it's got you invested, and we know what's going on, and we're still marking out. It's like something Tully Blanchard said one time. He uh, Tully said that uh, he's like, when you're the heel, your job is to get people stirred up enough and get them mad enough to where they will pay to see you get beat up. And mm -hmm. that's what MJF does. MJF makes people pay to see him get beat up. And the thing with him, though, it's like he he's 25 years old, and he already has the complete package. He's great in the ring. He has a presence about him. Mike's skills are... Off the chain. Off, yeah, completely off the charts. And it's like he's only going to get better. I mean, he's got another 20 years at least in the business. You know, if he chooses to, he's only going to get better. And that just speaks to his talent that he's as good as he is at such a young age. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> um, and when he and CM Punk went head to head in their promo, mm -hmm. you know, everybody, that says something when everybody is on their feet for a, for yeah. a basically a debate, a promo back and forth. Yeah. And as much <clears throat> as what I can't stand it, when we see somebody in the ring just standing there in the ring for 20 minutes doing what's like basically a skit we see wwe yeah. doing all the time you know while we've been doing this i'm pretty sure an hour and a half ago when they started raw tonight i'm pretty sure the first 20 minutes was somebody standing in the ring doing a promo oh i'm sure you know because they got to have the skits to push um well the skits are really what the show is about we know this yeah now, that's why i put that on twitter it's like yeah not i've never heard one person say they watch wrestling for the 20 minute skits right and i had a couple of wrestlers that should give my tweet like. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they oh, they they definitely understood but that one i was i actually didn't even think about the fact they were in the ring going back and forth for at least 20 minutes maybe 30 mm -hmm. yep and once again nobody left disappointed because you're talking about two guys that oh they could throw down some insults yeah you know i'm, I'm not going to say they could get in a rap battle but but as far as just throwing just straight insults i mean they were doing it and they were they weren't pulling any punches because when he said you're a, a less interesting miz yeah and he's like oh you know next thing you know you're gonna be talking about hustle loyalty and respect oh i can see you yeah I was like, man, they are just—they ain't playing around on this. And I mean, you know, you've done it. You know, you've done that a promo right when the rival company references on their yeah. next show. Yeah, although all they they can say there was, yeah, you got us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, <laughs> and kind of a weird reference. Um. And I feel bad for this. I still have not seen Straight Outta Compton. You could slap me next time you see me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. You need to check it out. I need to check, really I've been wanting to check it out because um, I know it's it's one, but I know it's one of those I can't watch with my son in the room. Oh no, 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 <laughs> so, no, no, no. Um, me and my I, wife watched it, but the kids were not allowed. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do know about the one scene when they're talking about when Ice Cube, of course, he had left NWA, and yes, he, he released um. No Vaseline. Yes. Yep. 
And that is a song. I mean, when nobody's like listening, I'll pop in my headphones mm-hmm. and I'll, and I'll just put, put, I'll find it on YouTube and I'll put it in there, you know, and I'm not going to repeat the lyrics because it starts out just raw. Oh yeah. He's yeah. He goes, <laughs> yeah. He goes for their throat. Like first, you know, first line, first he's, line, he's going for their throat, but it is one of the best rap diss songs ever. I mean, it is just for like four minutes straight. He is just, and coming with both barrels and you know of course you know you have dre and you have um i think easy was still he yep. was still with nw at the time and you had mc ren they're all i mean they're all fired up and their um their manager i can't remember his name you know he's going on and on about it, it was anti-semitic which it was anti-semitic i'm not going to say it wasn't yeah you know and they're like man most of our fans don't even know what that means yeah and then <laughs> you know and then dj yell is just kind of sitting there like I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. DJ, but, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. And the rest of them were like, shut up. Yeah. It wasn't funny. You know, but like, I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen, funny. you know, I've seen the real DJ Elling interviews later on. Um, I've had it was just a few years ago. And he even admitted, he's like, yeah, we knew he, he got us on that when there was mm-hmm. no coming back from that. You yeah. Know? And all, all of them tried to release diss tracks to get him back, but it never worked. Like, oh yeah. Well, um, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like man he, i mean and that's the way i feel about the whole wwe you know because aw when you got puck and mjf both throwing the jabs yeah all they could do is say yeah he's right you know yep. that's, that's like just just admit you lost lick your wounds move on don't try yep. to, i mean you've been beat yeah and you know so so i know kind of an odd comparison but that's what it reminds <laughs> me of you know was ice cube throwing in no vaseline yeah you know, and for those of y'all who don't know the track, go listen to it. Yeah, go check it out. Great track. Uh, but listen to it with your headphones on if you have kids in the room. Yeah, yep. No, <laughs> no kids allowed for this song. Yep, and just warning, you know, this was from 1992. Mm-hmm. So times were a little different back then. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and what is the name of the album? Uh, Death Certificate. De- okay, I, I thought that's what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I remember... Um, it was somebody I uh, can't remember who I, I would ride with, ride with, and they would. Uh, I think they had it on tape, and they would actually pop it in their car. You know, a couple of white dudes, you know, cruising down Hopkinsville. You know, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it was Ice Cube's second. It was his second full length album because he had America's Most Wanted, Wanted. Yep, and then he had the uh, the EP. It was Kill It Will. And then Death Certificate was the second full-length album. And he did that after um, NWA released uh, 100 Miles and Running. That, yep. was, that was the EP. And then that song went on their next full-length album, which I can't remember the name of that album. Yeah, I can't either. And then look it up. later that year, uh, Dre dropped uh, The Chronic, which is still an amazing album. After yeah. all that, 30 years later, it's an amazing album. But yeah he dropped that and it had um it had dre day on it which had which was a diss track about several rappers one of them being ice cube okay discography of nwa uh straight out of compton oh in 4l that's all i'm I'm gonna say yeah um because i don't care if it is the title i'm still not gonna say it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
but yeah, actually, uh, also a really good album. Not, I don't think it was as good as Straight Outta Compton, but I do think it was a still a good album. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the topic of wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, the Slop Drop Wrestling Podcast, they actually had kind of a year end top 10 list. And one of the things they were talking about was like the, their least favorite uh, moves, some of the finishing moves, something like that. Mm-hmm. One of them was the coffin drop. I like the coffin drop. I love the coffin drop. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, that's fine that they didn't like it. I mean, everybody's, you know, right. everybody likes certain moves differently. Like, I like the Canadian Destroyer. I know you're not a fan of the Canadian I'm, Destroyer. I'm, I, and, but I actually will back up why I don't like it, though, because it requires the person on the receiving end to kind of give it help. Yeah. You know, that's the only, it, it's, it's got to be a little more realistic for me to enjoy it. And, and that's cool looking. Okay. Yeah. It is cool looking, but, you know, but anyway. But yeah. But I do like the coffin drop. I think it fits darby allen's character perfectly because it's he's you know his character is just he has no regard for himself and the coffin drops like a perfect finisher and to be honest with you what's the difference between a coffin drop and a swanton bomb except for the the flip nothing that's the thing it's like yeah it's just a flip and there's more control there's less you know there's less likely an error with the coffin drop than there is with the swan toss right if you don't get that rotation right Ooh. and we've seen it before jeff's almost come down on the back of his head mm-hmm. because he didn't get he didn't get rotated over all the way and with the coffin drop you're just literally free falling backwards so but I like it. I think it's a good move. And um, but yeah, every time Jeff Hardy did his swanton bomb, because I mean, you look at him, he's diving, he's diving, he's got his arms out. And then yeah. last minute he would do that rotate. Yeah. And it would always just give me the heebie jeebies every time he did it. It's um, him. His move always just freaked me out. Um, oh my Lord. She was just released from the WWE. Uh, Ember Moon. The eclipse, Her, yeah, love it. It is cool looking. She's going to have back issues though, because yeah. it's basically it's a top rope stunner. Yep, yep. And who was the? Uh, uh, go ahead. Uh, You're breaking up again, by the way. No, gives me the. Uh, let's see. Okay, now it's working. Okay, all right. Uh, another move that gave me, you know, the gives me the chills is uh remember the vertebraker yes i'm trying to recall i remember the name and i'm trying to shane helms used it it was it started out as a move in japan and then shame hell uh shane helms used it in wcw uh it's where you hook the guy but they're like on your back and then you like drop down oh yeah but it's like yeah homicide homicide uses that he calls it the uh top killer and he uses the same move and it's like every time they hit somebody with that move i'm like oh because it's like you've got to hit that perfect or somebody is going to the hospital and that's one where you know triple h actually had to change the way he did the pedigree yes because he had their arms hooked 
and you've and seen the dude who took guy. it wrong. Yep. Yes. Yeah, he spiked a guy, and it's like, and it was like they say that the guy didn't, you know, he wasn't trying to sandbag Triple H, but I think there was some miscommunication, mm -hmm. and he didn't take it the way he was supposed to, and yeah, that was that was nasty. Yeah, and the one, the last one I could think of off the top of my head that um, it's it's almost like a basic move, but the way she did it. It always freaked me out. Um, Japanese girl, she was tagged with Asuka for a while. She just left WWE like within the past year. Uh, Kairi Sane. Kairi Sane. Okay, yeah, I thought that's who that was. Um, her elbow drop off the top. Oh, yeah. The insane elbow. Yeah. Yes. Um, because the way she did it, I mean, she came down flat. I mean, she jumped up. So she's already coming down from about of a high, out of a, probably about seven foot. Yeah. And she's coming flat on her back. Yeah. <laughs> and she's not big. I mean, she probably weighs 85 pounds soaking probably. Up, fully clothed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and she's coming, bam. I was like, oh, it's like it uh, okay, good, cool. You won. Please be careful. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Uh, um, she may be uh she may be wrestling again. Um, there's been some talk about her um because she she left WWE to go back to Japan because she right. recently got married. Right. So she wanted to be with her husband. And then, but now she's not uh, under contract with them because she was going to wrestle a match, uh, I believe, for stardom. And WWE said no because she was still under contract, even though she wasn't wrestling. I think they were just saying she was like an ambassador or whatever. But uh, now she's officially no longer under contract with WWE. So I think she's going to do some wrestling just. Uh, not there. Hopefully, she'll go. She'll wrestle some matches in AEW because there's some good. Uh, there's some good matchups there to be had. Uh, what about Ember Moon? Or did she? I did she say she may be done? I hope not there, because there was a there. I did see somewhere. I didn't hear it from her, but I saw somewhere where people were thinking she might be done with wrestling. I know Nia Jax has pretty much said she's done right um but uh i haven't heard what ember moon's going to do next i mean her she was on nxt so she was a uh, under a 30-day no compete clause so that should be up by now i'm pretty sure it is so um but i haven't heard what she's going to do i mean you know everybody's thinking AEW, but i mean she could go to impact because their women's division is is really good too uh well i mean i hope she does something because she was always one of my favorites because you remember every yeah. time they did a, the women's rumble i'm like ember moon yeah and, 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 <laughs> yeah and that would yeah she was always your pick <laughs> every time i'm like ember moon <laughs> give it to ember yeah yes ember moon y'all need to give it and then well then unfortunately she also got hurt a few times so i'm thinking that she may take some time yeah, off just to uh, finally let them injuries just heal yeah because i think she had hurt her ankle one time and that's why she was out for a while and yeah probably a, you know good time just let herself heal up like heal up emperor and, and or actually whatever her new name will be so uh her, but... i remember when before she was signed with wwe her um her ring name was athena athena okay was she in like 
uh, Ring of Honor or Impact or or something? Uh, no, she was just she was on the independent scene. Okay, but I I'd, I'd seen some. I'd never seen like a full match, but I'd seen clips of her wrestling. I mean, she was, you know, even better than she was in WWE because you know she got to do the full extent of what she was capable of doing. See, what would be really cool is if she moves from, I think she's from Houston, if she moves from Houston to like Cincinnati mm-hmm. and then joins the NWF, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, we're like, hey, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it moves here. So, uh, but <clears throat> wow, you know, for a lame duck week, we sure did find a lot to talk about. We did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and yeah, in that's really, I mean, all the news that we can think of for right now, watch, yeah. you know, as soon as we get off, somebody will like emails or text us, you know, you forgot about this. Oh yeah. You know, but I'm I mean, sure. it happens. Or something last minute will happen or Miz yeah. and, uh, the Miz and Maurice are that's, supposed to renew their vows on Raw tonight. And it's like, that's, that's right. That's the one thing I said. Like, do, we are, re- do we really need this? Yeah. It's, it's like, in like, the IWC still doesn't care. No, <laughs> you know? they don't. It's like, Y'all are married. That's fantastic. Y'all have a great family. That's great. But it's supposed to, you know, your feud is Edge and Miz. Like, what does renewing their vows have to do with his feud with Edge? You know, unless somebody brings them a package and they open it up and there's a snake in there, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> or unless it's Kane crawling up to the floor. Uh, yes. Then... I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm just not. Right. It, I mean, uh, but they're also supposed to have a match between Dolph Ziggler and um, the Damian Priest. Priest for yeah, the U.S. title. For the U.S. title. Yeah. That should be a good match. And there was a couple other matches too, but uh, I mean, I'm kind of like you. I've kind of hit that point where uh, we're recording on Monday nights anyway, so I'm not even watching it. Yeah, but I'm really not going. You know, I'm going to go watch that recording before I get. No, I mean, because yeah. I am DVRing just in case. But right. Last week I didn't watch it. Didn't really miss it. I mean, and apparently Bobby Lashley, they're saying he turned face now. Um, that's that's what it seems like, but I, I don't know what's going on with that. I like Bobby Lashley as a heel. Yeah, me too. It's like it the the heel the heel work fits him a lot yeah. better because uh, because wwe just doesn't have, have a good track record turning guys face because they always like you look at drew mcintyre love drew mac when drew mcintyre mm-hmm. came to the main roster he was a heel yeah the second time when he came from nxt to the main roster he was a great heel then they turned him you know he turned face after he eliminated lesnar from the rumble but now they've turned him into the you know grinning baby face like they do with everybody and it's like do you have to be that could you just fight the bad guys (laughs) without having to you know grin for the camera and do stupid stuff like i'm already tired of the whole sword thing it's like okay we get Uh it you we get it you're scottish it's like okay but do you have to carry vince mcmahon's sword to the ring every day angela my name is angela Yeah. yeah and you know, speaking of Scottish, kind of off subject real quick. 
uh, my kids and I, we've actually figured out if you if you start doing lines from Back to the Future, if you do it do it in a Scottish accent or an Irish accent, it sounds extremely funny. But anyway, <laughs> I don't, that was just something we just accidentally discovered. But anyway, <laughs> um, with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley, both those guys are just jacked. Yeah, and it's hard for guys that size to be a baby face because with a baby face, you need to feel sympathy for them. Yeah, and, and it's like you it, need it's hard. to feel. Yeah, you need to feel like they're the underdog, and it's like you can't with guys that size. No, Bobby Lashley looks like he's legitimately carved out of stone. He does, and it's like I can't believe that this guy is the underdog. Now, anything if you had Drew McIntyre from seven years ago, still in there, yeah. If you had three, if you had the three MB Drew McIntyre, then yeah, yeah, I can buy him being an underdog. But the the Drew McIntyre, you know. Who now looks like he's carved out of Harry Stone. Yeah, the 280-pound <laughs> dude, it's like, yeah. I, I'm not buying that he's the underdog. Right. And, you know, even when Hogan was like the ultimate good guy, because they had Hogan like a comic book good guy. Right, exactly. You know, and that's why they always fed him monsters upon yeah. monsters. It was never, they couldn't have him against DiBiase all the time because DiBiase would would time and knots yeah exactly you know, but that's why they always gave him monsters to make him look sympathetic even when yeah. he was breaking the rules and raking eyes and scratching backs and throwing ashes and yeah it's like him and john cena were like the biggest heels to be baby faces yeah. it's like <laughs> everything they did it was like heel tactics but it's like oh well you know they're the bright and colorful good guy so we're going to give them a pass. And it's oh, like D- Dusty Rhodes, too. Yeah. Don't forget him. Yeah. Yeah. And Dusty. Yeah. Cause <laughs> for Dusty to be, you know, and well deserved, he's beloved by fans, but Dusty cheated all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he did all the time. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So um, on to the future, <laughs> future shows. This Thursday, I very well easily see us doing a preview of day one. Yeah, I can see that. You know, because day one isn't the odd Saturday pay-per-view. They used to do Saturdays all the time, but now it's, you know. Especially it being New Year's Day, it's like, that's an odd. Good thing it's on the network, though, because I don't see a lot of them getting a lot of, like, back in the day, I don't think they would have gotten a lot of pay-per-view buys on New Year's Day. Not on New Year's Day. I do see them getting some butts and seats, though, because it's in Atlanta. Yeah, that's true. And but we, is, is Atlanta still having the strict uh, the, the COVID um, restrictions? Because the NWA pay-per-view <coughs> last month, there was, like, I think there was only, like, 90 people in attendance because there was such a, the, the requirements were so strict. I don't know um, if it's just for the where they were having their pay-per-view or if that was Atlanta as a whole. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'll have to look because I don't know what venue there. I, I was honestly about to say the Georgia Dome, but then I was like, duh, the Georgia Dome, they tore it down. Um, but whatever the Georgia Dome's replacement is. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could have it there because the Georgia Dome itself, and I'll, I'll assume it's replacement, it was kind of like the Superdome. You could have the smaller shows or you could have like the big pay-per-view shows like the WrestleManias. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, yep. um, so I, I don't know. I'd have to actually look at the venue and 
we will do the review or preview on Thursday, but we will also throw up the all-time caveat of we don't know what's going to happen Friday night on SmackDown. Right. So that could very easily change our predictions. Um, yeah, but we'll just have to see how it goes. Um, next Monday, we will have a review of day one. And <clears throat> next Thursday, we are planning on having a 2021 year in review. Yeah. And we will have to, there are some things that are kind of up in the air about that. Uh, but we'll find out. Uh, as we get closer, how those things will work out. Right. So, um, but um, I cannot think of anything else. Can you? No, I think we've covered everything that's, you know, happened since last show. So I think that's about it, really. Yeah. And, you know, besides Christmas, I mean, that happened. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I had, I had a good Christmas. My, my son got a melodica. He's been learning how to play that. So I saw the video that uh... he wanted a melodica. <laughs> and it's like okay i'm cool with that because i'm a musician so and he's actually wanting to learn how to play it i'm like okay oh cool. cool so um but hope your christmas went well yep it did it did yeah you said your son got the game computer yeah so um, I'll, I'll never see him now we, yeah he's got you know he's got gaming systems and we didn't see him a whole lot before and now he's got a gaming pc so i definitely won't see him now Oh, okay. You want to see him again until he's ready to go to college. Right. <laughs> and then he'll take the computer with him. That's, you know, yeah. he's going to need you to help him pack it up. <laughs> so, but all right, dude, uh, I will definitely talk to you. Well, obviously, you know, we, we text, you know, talk about what we're going to do on Thursday, but yep. um, but definitely we'll be talking on Thursday and everybody go check out JJ talk show. Go check out slop drop wrestling. And because those guys, they've actually been pretty good to us as far as like supporting us absolutely and, check them out yep um hopefully we can appear on some of the shows we're actually in talks right now to appear in the jj talk show and hopefully we can get them to appear in ours so yeah uh stay tuned for more details and go check out your lo local wrestling until then god bless god bless